Hello, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to another episode of Crash, the UK Geek Podcast. This is episode 314. It feels like we've been on 300 and something for ages and ages, because we have. But this particular episode is 314, recorded on Sunday the 31st of May 2020. Almost forgot the year, because who now knows what year, month, day, or anything it is without looking at the computer or your phone. And the time at the beginning of the show is 17.06.34. It's great to be back. Although it has been a difficult couple of weeks, but I'll talk more about that in our normal Everything Geek show that's also coming soon. But today we are talking only about Doctor Who. Today we are talking about Doctor Who Invasion of the Dinosaurs from 1974, starring John Pertwee as the Doctor, Elizabeth Sladen as Sarah Jane Smith, It was directed by Paddy Russell, the writer was Malcolm Hulk, the producer Barry Letts, and this is the second serial of season 11, following on from The Time Warrior, which we covered in Crash episode 308. It consisted of six 25-minute episodes, and was first broadcast from the 12th of January to the 16th of February 1974. As usual, we'll start off with a little on this day type of stuff for the UK. And yet again, I didn't really find that much, although Spice Girls' Melanie slash Mel C slash Sporty Spice, birth name Melanie Jane. Chisholm was born on this day. Also, and God help me, Slade's Merry Christmas, everybody, was still at number one. It was at number one when we did the Time Warrior, and it's still number one now. Let's hope it won't be number one (laughs) the next time we do one of these vintage Doctor Who revisits. As usual, let's start off with what happens, and then I'll go on to what I thought, and some trivia, if there is any. Oh, f*** hell. Can you believe it? It was an Amazon delivery, right in the middle of the podcast. Not that I'm not ungrateful for receiving my deliveries, but man timing. And then I pick up the parcel, and then I have to wash my hands for 20 seconds, and then dry them, and then come back to this. Where were we? Okay, what happens? The Doctor returns Sarah to the London of her own time as he said he would at the end of the last adventure. But strangely, the streets are deserted and quiet. Later, they are almost run over when trying to hitch a ride from this rather spivvy-looking chap who's definitely in a rush for some reason or other. The reason he's in a rush? He's off to rob a jewellery shop when the pair run into him again. 
He threatens them with a shotgun and then runs off and is later found by Sarah and the Doctor dead in a pool of blood next to a wrecked car. At some stage, the Doctor and Sarah take shelter in a garage and are confronted by a medieval man. Even though this is contemporary London, contemporary 1974 London, the medieval man disappears and the Doctor and Sarah are arrested for looting because London is currently under martial law. And shortly after that, they see a Tyrannosaurus Rex. What they discover is that London has been evacuated due to an invasion of randomly appearing dinosaurs. We find out that this is the first stage of a dastardly plot using a time manipulation machine developed by an eccentric scientist to clear London then return the Earth to a cleaner, unpolluted, prehistoric time, devoid of human civilization. This is so that an elite selection of colonists, who believe they are on a spaceship heading to a new Earth-like planet, can begin again. Quite early on, there is a shock reveal that our old friend, Unit Captain Mike Yates has been radicalised and is part of the plot. When the Doctor finally blows his way into the underground headquarters of the conspiracy and their lab and stops the machine, the chief plotters, a government minister and that scientist I mentioned earlier, try to stop him. But because he has, quote, reversed the polarity, unquote, something very common to the plots of many science fiction properties, particularly Star Trek, you always hear them reversing the polarity of something or other. Anyway, because he has reversed the polarity of the machine, the two bad guys send themselves back into prehistory. What's an adrenaline junkie bike career to do after a fatal wipeout? How about inheriting a weird box, partnering up with a lethal and sexy reporter, and going on the adventure of a lifetime? Join Geeky X Rocker and his enigmatic partnering crime as they are drawn into the mystery of the century deep in the dark heart of London. It is a secret that will change their lives forever, if it doesn't kill them first. The Horrors Box is a very dark, very funny, fast-paced, action-packed, suspense thriller brimming with pop culture nostalgia and unique characters. If you liked Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Goonies, National Treasure, and Preston and Child's Agent Pendergast series, you will love this high-octane and explosive page-turner as quirky and British as James Bond and Doctor Who by UK author Roy Martha. Oh, that's me. And this is my book. 
You can find The Horus Box on Amazon as a Kindle ebook now. Let's move on to what I thought. That scene that I mentioned where we glimpse the dead and bloody robber, even though we only see him for a quite a short period, it is something we would never see on Doctor Who today. It was quite gory, and obviously the result of a violent confrontation with something, which we later learn was a dinosaur. The dinosaur models are based on the old view of dinosaurs as slow, lumbering reptilians, not the fast, feathered predators we now know them to be, or that's what the current thinking is. And this really is the progress of science, and specifically paleontological science, though that old look is something I appreciate because it reminds me of a Natural History Museum A3-sized poster in portrait mode of a T-Rex I had on my childhood bedroom wall. I don't think I have that poster anymore, but it is something very nostalgic to see that old view of dinosaurs. I also enjoyed the filming locations in 70s London, including Regent's Park's Outer Circle, which is my current favoured parking spot when I eventually get back into going to London after this hellish nightmare of plague is over. Yeah, that brought back fond memories of better times. Although I am one of those people who actually like the gravel pit and quarry locations favoured by the Beeb for use as alien environments in Doctor Who and also Blake 7, it's nice to get back to the capital once in a while. Oh, I really do miss my walks around central London, so please horrid virus be gone. Finally, I thought that letting Mike Yates off with a hushed up resignation and a nice quiet retirement from unit instead of a very heavy prison sentence was a joke. He was a traitor involved in a plot to destroy Most of the human race. Why did they let him off so lightly? And finally, a little trivia. This is the first appearance of the Who-Mobile. The Who-Mobile, if you remember, was a weird, hot-trotted, three-wheeler made out to look like a Delta-winged hovercraft. Although its unofficial name was a Who-Mobile, I think the guy who made it called it the Alien. The custom car was made for and owned by John Pertwee. It had a top speed of 104 miles an hour, although I think you'd have to be mad to crank it up to that speed. And John Pertwee, who I believe had a collection of cars, kept it for most of his life. 
And then I think it was sold to a fan. Its last appearance, as far as I know, was in 2015, not so far from here, actually, in Buckinghamshire. And I can't really think of anything else to say. This has been a rather short and sweet episode. It is nice to be back. I'm sorry I haven't been around. There have been issues personal issues and logistical issues, such as not having a good time to record. But I'm back now. I already have another episode lined up for tomorrow. Hopefully I'll be able to record that. And you're going to have two brand new episodes of Crash fairly soon. And that's it. The show is produced and presented and edited by me, Roy Martha, a writer. Martha is spelt M-A-T-H-U-R. You can find more about me or get in touch at RoyMartha.com. For further reading, there's a link to the show notes in the description of this episode. If you want to help, please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen, though it is particularly helpful to review it on Apple Podcasts. And, as ever, please recommend this show to a friend. You were listening to Crash, the UK Geek Podcast. This was episode 314, recorded on Sunday, the 31st of May, 2020. And the time at the end of the show is 17.26.42 which is a little odd, as I was just listening to a few episodes of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy earlier today. Anyway, thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye!